You are listening to the IFH Podcast Network. For more amazing filmmaking and screenwriting podcasts, just go to ifhpodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to the Bulletproof Screenwriting Podcast, episode number 249. I think the most important technique is to ground everything, to make a fantasy world grounded and relatable. Just great characters. Timur Beckman Bedoff. Broadcasting from a dark, windowless room in Hollywood, when we really should be working on that next draft. It's the Bulletproof Screenwriting Podcast, showing you the craft and business of screenwriting while teaching you how to make your screenplay bulletproof. And here's your host, Alex Ferrari. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Bulletproof Screenwriting Podcast. I am your humble host, Alex Ferrari. Now, today's show is sponsored by Bulletproof Script Coverage. Now, unlike other script coverage services, Bulletproof Script Coverage actually focuses on the kind of project you are and the goals of the project you are. So we actually break it down by three categories, micro-budget, indie film market, and studio film. There's no reason to get coverage from a reader that's used to reading tentpole movies when your movie's going to be done for $100,000. And we wanted to focus on that at Bulletproof Script Coverage. Our readers have worked with Marvel Studios, CAA, WME, NBC, HBO, Disney, Scott Free, Warner Brothers, The Blacklist, and many, many more. So if you need your screenplay or TV script covered by professional readers, head on over to CoverMyScreenplay.com. And guys, before we start, I want to let you know that we are having a massive Black Friday sale on IFHAcademy.com. Courses that have been on there will be slashed a way that we have never slashed them before. We've never discounted our courses so much. Wanted to give back to the tribe and make it as easy as possible to get access to some of this top, top notch education from screenwriting to filmmaking, to film producing, from how to write a script, how to build characters that sell, to what to do with your script after you sell it, how to produce a script, how to distribute your film after it's done, and so much more. All you need to do is go to ifhacademy.com. On Black Friday through Cyber Monday, our deals will be there. Well, guys, you're in for a treat today. We have arguably one of the best action directors of his generation in my humble opinion. We have Timor Bekmambetov, and he is the creator behind such amazingly visual films like Night Watch, Day Watch, Wanted, and Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Now, for those of you who have not seen a film like Wanted that starred Angelina Jolie and Morgan Freeman, it was kind of like an explosion going off in Hollywood when it came out. People at that point said, All action films need to look like this. This is the future of action films. So many other filmmakers have been inspired by Timor's style. I mean, this is very similar to what happened when Tony Scott came out in the 80s with Top Gun. Michael Bay came out with Bad Boys in the Rock. It just changes the visual language. Prior to that, action films didn't look the way they did with those great visual artists, but... Timor also moved everything forward a little bit with his films. And now Timor is actually taking the whole filmmaking process to another level. He's created a new film language called Screen Life. And a Screen Life film basically takes place completely on a computer screen, on an iPhone, on an iPad, meaning that the entire story is told by videos and text and Uh, emails and website looks, searches, everything is being done all on a screen, which is very similar to what happens to us in life. Our new lives, the way, you know, we spend so much time on, on screens on a daily basis. This just makes sense. It's another evolution of the storytelling process. And his new film profile is remarkable and honestly very eerie. When I watched it, I was watching it on my computer and I felt like I was kind of like eavesdropping or being very voyeuristic on someone else's, you know, conversations and screen. It kind of took me took took me a little bit to get used to that. But by the end of the the, the movie, I'm like rooting for her. Like, don't go in there. Be careful. He's right by the door. It was it was really an amazing storytelling technique. And 
He has a website. He's got technology he's built to help filmmakers create screen life films. Uh, he's just got a five-picture deal with Universal Studios to release exclusively screen life films. His first film he produced called Unfriend made, I think on a million-dollar budget, made $65 million worldwide. And it's pretty cool to see a brand-new film language being developed by a visionary filmmaker. And I'm, and I'm really excited to share this episode with you. So without any further ado, please enjoy my conversation with Timur Bekman-Betov. I'd like to welcome to the show Timur Bekman-Betov. Great. Ah, I've been practicing for hours. Uh, Timor, how are you doing, my friend? Thank you so much for being on the show. I'm, I'm, thank you very much. I'm, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be with you. Um, I, I, uh, I've been a fan of yours uh, since Nightwatch. Uh, I remember when Nightwatch came out and it, my mind exploded. Uh, I couldn't, I could not believe what I was watching and, uh, I became obsessed with you and your work and your style and all that stuff, which we're going to get into all of that in a minute. But first, how did you, uh, get started in the film business? I was, uh, I was production designer, mm -hmm. stage designer in the theater, production designer. Then I couldn't find the right director to work with. And I decided to, to direct myself. Then I, of course, then I couldn't find the right producer to, to, to help me to produce the movies. And I started, I, I became a producer. It's just now, then I, then like five years ago, I, I producing screen life movies. I couldn't find the right tools to make screen life movies because a different type of filmmaking, mm -hmm. no cameras. And then I became a, a, a IT, whatever, inventor inventing new technology for new language that's fantastic yeah and we'll talk about that in your new film uh, profile which uses that kind of screen is it called screen life screen life yeah screen life so that whole new it's just genre of filmmaking right now which is basically a f film that takes place on a screen completely the whole thing takes place like if you're on a computer screen and it's a it's a new brand new narrative story technique it's just a really yeah. Yeah. interesting yeah. way yeah, and I and I and I would like to correct you. Yes, please. Because it's not a genre. It's not a genre. Mm -hmm. It's a language. Because there you, go. Uh, you can use this language to tell stories of any genre. Yeah, because we produce yeah. horror movies like Unfriended, mm -hmm. uh, detective stories like uh, Searching, and uh, we produced Romeo and Juliet. The, the, the last year, it's a classical. Uh, tragedy and now we are finishing a disaster sci-fi movie uh, about alien invasion uh, and and it's uh with ice cube and eva langoria and uh, many many other type of movies like uh, musicals and comedies and and it's all screen life because just new language yeah yeah absolutely you're absolutely right thank you for the correction because you're right it, i mean because now as you were saying that i'm like ooh, an alien invasion like that ooh, that would be kind of interesting it was kind of like when you saw signs and then Shyamalan signs it all took place yeah. inside basically an alien invasion but all you saw was television glimpses yeah. and it was all happening in that farmhouse which kind of like okay it's all happening on your screen and an, a giant alien invasion might be happening which will be uh I can't wait to see that one. That'll be very interesting. Yeah, uh, but so before yeah, we, the, uh -huh. yeah, but but the difference is that the the screen life is quite different because before it was just different ways to tell stories about physical space where mm -hmm. we live, mm -hmm. but because now we live in two spaces at the same time, in physical and digital, and in digital world, in digital unit uh, space. We spend so much time and so many important events of our life happening in digital space right. that this is a, this becomes a, a, a only way to understand who we are and where we go and uh, what we're looking for and uh, it's why it's why screen life is a very very uh, contemporary and necessary. 
Yeah, it's it's really interesting as well because you're absolutely right. Like, you know, when my children were born, my grand, you know, the grandparents weren't in the room. They were being FaceTimed. You know, <laughs> you know, or we're we're off on vacation somewhere if they can't be with us, we could show them or the kids, you know, they are seeing during this quarantine for God's sakes. I mean, our, you know, grand the grandparents have been seeing the kids grow up this last year all through FaceTime uh, or through Skype or through something along those lines. And it is, you're absolutely right. Most of our life is on screens at this point. Like a lot of our time is spent on screen and important important moments. It's not just Facebook, and, and but that's yes. part of it. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. But all those other things, it's you're absolutely right. Yes, it's um, I, my 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 wedding uh, uh, anniversary was in 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 Zoom, and my <laughs> and our interview is in Zoom too, by the way. Right, in Skype. Sorry. Yes, and uh, and I don't know, and the robbing banks, uh, like for example, robbing banks today, it's not about masks and guns. Because there's nothing to, to get. It's right. all about yeah, about like a like a like a cracking code and uh, and uh, stealing data. And even by the way, the aliens showed up not to get some oil, whatever, or blood to get information, because mm-hmm. data is more important than is a data is a value. Oh. Ma- massive value, massive man. The right amount of da- the right amount, the right kind of data is worth billions, if not trillions, of dollars. If it's yes. the right, if it's the right kind of data, so it's we are in a weird world. And I've been going down deep the rabbit hole of cryptocurrencies and NFTs and blockchain and all of that and information. AI and AI, AI as well. It, it, our world is changing so rapidly, and I feel like good. He knows the stories from a friend of mine, uh, the banker, and he said that their data allowed them to tell that the woman is pregnant before she got the test. <laughs> because because big data allows uh, helps them to to compare different activities, and 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 the woman she doesn't know yet. But banks already has this information. <laughs> that is terrifying. That is terrifying. It, 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 it is 1984. It's, why, it's 1984. Yeah, it's why profile is is thrilling because it is about the 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 technology. It's mm-hmm. not about ISIS. It's not about terrorists. It's it's about the it's about the, the technology and how we live in this new world mm-hmm. where we have no idea. Who we are? Where's Where's my space? Where's your space? Mm-hmm. What's good? What's evil? Okay, it's just totally different. Uh, um, just totally different reality. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I, I wanted to ask you when you came out with Nightwatch, which I have to ask you, how the hell did you make Nightwatch for such a little amount of money? Uh, because it's such a big budget looking film. It looks like a hundred million. 150 million, well, today's money, back in 2004's money, or when I think it was around that time when it was released. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it wasn't, it would have been maybe an $80 million movie at that point, but it, I know it didn't cost that much. Yeah, it's it, it's all about ideas. Uh, the ideas, uh, uh, the fresh ideas, and uh, about the creativity and freedom. Mm-hmm. Because when you don't need to prove things with the 50 partners and investors then you can you can make everything uh, 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 reasonable with a cost effective and uh, and enjoy and you can enjoy the process uh, because the, the the many many movies were destroyed by because of the very difficult process of the of the uh, producing you know, because if it costs hundreds of million dollars, then you have hundred people scared <laughs> to, to lose, lose their money. jobs and lose their jobs and, and lose money and jobs. Yeah, and and this creates uh, like a uh, uh, creates a, the atmosphere of the like fear and and uh, no responsibility and so, like it, and the screen life kind of a way out because 
when the movie called like Nightwatch was like two million or something, I don't know, remember how much. It it gave us a freedom to be crazy, to be creative, to be uh, uh, to express yourself, and it's why screen life is a future. I think mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a language that every filmmaker can make a movie with the cost of the like a like a writing book. Whatever is the same. Right. You need a pen and paper to write the book. This you need a laptop and and your talent. Now with Nightwatch, you know, when Nightwatch came out, uh, I saw it uh, early on and the visuals of it were so impactful. I mean, they were just some like stuff I've really never seen before. And I've, I've been a cinephile most of my life, worked in video stores and I've seen, studied all the greats, but your style was so unique, you know, uh, and then obviously when you did Wanted and Daywatch, um, that kind of, you know, when Wanted show up and we'll talk about Wanted in a minute, but it was just so visceral. The, the the visual style of it. Who were your influences, and and how did you kind of come up with this language? Because it's a language. It is so specifically you. Like mm-hmm. after after you, there was a lot of copycats that tried to do what you do, but people like you and Zack Schneider and and even Michael Bay, Tony Scott, they have very specific kinds of language. Yours is very specific. How did you come up with it? Uh, I, I I told you I was a production designer mm-hmm. with the background. Being an artist, being uh, 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 developing the new visual languages, uh, and uh, and also I like to experiment. I like to, to I like to put things not upside down, but <laughs> like they like just to put things uh, the right way because we live in a world of stereotypes because of the we the culture means stereotypes means. Mm-hmm. like uh, rules and sometimes uh, you need to step back and just be little little uh, uh, crazy little childish little naive little unresponsible you know <laughs> just to flip things you know just to to uh, to feel something you know because it's what I it's what I do I'm my, my way to create the chaos and then to try to organize you know you need to destroy things you need to ch- challenge everything the the story the the aesthetics the rules of the genre and then when you messing it then somehow it gives you gives your gives you their energy and you, then you need to organize and when you're organizing it trying to tell the story then it will be your way it'll be your story and not somebody else uh story i mean i uh, and also it's based on my i grew up in the in the country with the very talented uh, uh filmmakers like eisenstein uh, mm. or like a like a Kulishov created the editing, like the the uh, editing system, mm-hmm. and uh, Eisenstein, the poetry of cinema, like, and then we had a, I, I watched a lot of art movies from uh, the 70s and uh, 60s, 70s, 80s, from uh, European European filmmakers like Fellini and Cagnoni, and mm. I don't know why it was so popular in Soviet Union. Uh, the all these uh, art art movies from 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 uh, Italy and France and and uh, then I of course I I was a I was a I was a disciple of Roger Corman. This is probably the easiest. That's amazing. Who, who am I? Because I made a I made a first movie with him. I, and, you uh, worked with Roger, really? I didn't know you worked with yeah. Roger at the beginning. Yes, friend of mine, my mentor. <laughs> love him he's a he's a real filmmaker he loved movies itself and i think maybe it's an answer i mean uh, maybe it's an answer maybe the movie i made like wanted it is a roger corman movie oh b movie made b movie uh whatever b movie made with a little bit of a a, a little bit higher budget (laughs) yeah and night watches also yeah, I made a movie for him, with him. Spent a lot of time with him. He was in Russia, and we spent days talking about the uh, his his backstory. and And he gave me a lot. He gave, he has a childish 
whatever like a, he's in he's in love with the cinema itself you know like not specifically like uh, uh, he's very very educated very he has a very good taste but at the same time he's he he can he has a sense of humor and lightness you know allowing his movies to be uh, uh, audience friendly you know yeah yeah ab absolutely and and it's what i think this is what i who, who am i i think it's it, it, it came from it's a mix between fellini and roger corbin we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor and now back to the show <laughs> but, but but it's not funny it's not funny because i think he was He's official great. distributor of fellini movies in the united states yes he I was he has rights for all art movies European yes. art movies yeah people think of corman only as these kind of schlocky you know, like straight B movies that he would pump out like and never lose a dime on. But he's he's a very, very educated man and a very smart film producer. He's probably one of the most legendary film producers of all time. And he gave so many filmmakers his their start from Coppola to Scorsese to Ron Howard to Jack Nicholson and the list, James Cameron. I mean, it just goes on and on. So, yeah, but I've never connected the two Fellini and Corman in the same conversation. And if I would have, that was not the answer I was looking for. That's not the answer I expected. And I was like, wow, that's a great answer to that because Roger, Roger's amazing. He's, he's, a, he's a remarkable person. You know, you know, you know, a uh, 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 friend of mine, here is a film festival in Russia mm -hmm. uh, a few, few weeks ago. It's a sci-fi film festival. Uh, a, a new one, and I called him and I said, "Roger, can do you, can you help people and be be like a in jury and like a?" And he said, "Yeah, yeah." And he recorded this speech, and uh, he said, "Unfortunately, I cannot come because of the uh, uh, COVID." But he recorded the speech, and he was in jury. He his advisors, and that's unbelievable. So he's, no, right. he's, he's he's just he has he has he he's a man who who know who has a freedom. Yeah, you know, he he. He's he's not scared, you know. Oh no, scared is not a word that I would imagine with with Roger Corman. That for sure, that's not one of the words that I would associate with him at all. He's a legend. Legend is is definitely a word I would. Um, now, when you when you go into pre production on a, on a film, do you storyboard or do you do previous or do a combo of both? Because it's very intense. The visuals. Uh, I I do previous. Okay. Uh, and I love previous because it's the only way to present ide my ideas to the like a producer studio people Perfect. because because uh, sometimes uh, like for example unwanted I had a I I came with an idea that the rats the, the James McAvoy should feed the rats with explosive materials to put the uh, uh, electronic like a <laughs> Like wires and send them to exploit the factory of a fraternity um, of Morgan Freeman's team, and uh, the studio people were like looking at me like rats with explosive materials. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and you know, sometimes I like new ideas very difficult to explain. Mm -hmm. It's why previous. Previous helps to filmmakers to 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 explain what they think because storyboards uh, is not is enough. not enough. Not yeah. enough. Now, when when Wanted hit Florida, I mean hit um hit Hollywood. Excuse me. When 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 I was in Florida, that's why I said that. Uh, but when Wanted hit uh, Hollywood, um, it was like a bomb going off. I remember. People around town uh, in, in L.A. and everyone talking about wanted like this is the new way action films need to be made. And it was it was very revolutionary. I mean, the last time something like that might have happened is maybe Top Gun when Tony Scott showed up or when yes. Michael or when The Rock showed up or Bad Boy showed up with Michael Bay. There was a new visual language that was created by these artists. And when you showed up, everyone was like, oh God, this is the future of action movies. They all have to look like this. Of course, that's what Hollywood would say. Um, but what was it like? Because I have to imagine that 
I mean, you were the the the, the bell of the ball. You were the, the you were the very pretty girl that everybody wanted to dance with and date. So, what was it like being in the center of that kind of uh, hurricane that was wanted when uh, it hit? I mean, every, I'm sure everybody wanted to talk to you. I'm sure you were taking meetings everywhere. What was that like? Uh, I didn't know what. I don't remember, <laughs> honestly. Uh, I lost Hello? you. Uh, there you are. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, lost yeah, you again. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just one second. Just one second. Yes, do you hear me? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I, I, I. Uh, it was a, it was a time, because I have a uh, two lives at the same time. Because I have a Russian, my Russian team and the Russian, uh, projects, and I have uh, projects in the United States. And by the way, I shot two movies at the same time, uh, secretly in Prague. Wanted. And the Russian irony of fate, another Russian uh, Christmas, Christmas, <laughs> Christmas comedy, romantic <laughs> comedy, and it was done at the same time, uh, and released almost the same time, and uh, it is very different. Yes, I, 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 I don't know. It, it helped me because I was not scared that there is that I will lose something. Mm-hmm. And I, the Russian, Russian backlot helped me to feel independent and, uh, and, uh, and experiment with, with the different forms. Uh, and be, like being uh, in myself, I don't know. Yeah. And when, when you were working also on Wanted, I mean, was that the first time you really had like, giant megastars? I mean, you had Angelina Jolie and Morgan Freeman. Was that intimidating at all? Or had you worked with other big actors like that before? It was, it was, it was fun. I mean, it was, was fun. It was, uh, it was challenging because, because of probably the language was, was an issue, uh, especially with James, because he had a Scottish <laughs> accent and it's very difficult for me to understand. And, uh, but it was fun because I, I, I they all professional. They all looking for all perfectionists. Especially Angelina, she's just absolutely focused how to make things the, the, the best. And uh, and it's challenging. Of course, it's not easy uh, because uh, she wants to surprise people. She wants to do something no, nobody done before. Especially this this famous shot, <laughs> famous for me, uh, when she kills herself. Right. Wanted. Oh, that's great shot. And uh, and because she just said, okay, I will, I, I will, I will be in the movie, but I want to kill myself at the end. And uh, and the studio said, okay, this <laughs> probably it will never happen because we cannot, uh, we cannot like put the gun in your mouth. Nobody will watch this movie. And I and I spent like few days just yeah trying to figure out how to find a way how to kill. How she can kill herself full way, like a, some, like unusual, somehow logically, uh, uh, for, uh, uh, for the story, mm-hmm. but uh, cool. And then this was an idea. Mm-hmm. I just came up with an idea that she will bend the bullet, bullets will kill nineteen people and kill herself at the same, at the same time. And and then I sent her this uh, storyboard, and and she said. Yes, and uh, this is a perfect example. Uh, the 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 the, uh, uh, the the stars provokes you to 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 to, to surprise to to, to find something. Yes, yeah. yeah, to push. Yeah, they, they they you cannot just do something mediocre, and it's uh, it's it's very very important. And so, yeah, when you're with a, with when you're worth when you're working with certain level of actors. And I've had the pleasure of working with really high caliber Oscar nominated actors in my career. When you, when you walk into the room, everyone knows it. And then they're always, you've got to lift your level up to them and they're going to push you and challenge you as, cause they just have so much more experience than you do a lot of times that, I mean, a Morgan Freeman and an Angelina who's like, she's been on, on a set pretty much her entire life. Like she's going to have ideas uh, and she's going to push you and challenge you. Uh, but I was wondering like, with no, the I, mean, I, I, yes, I, I, I never had a, I never had a problem of, of learning something. Right. <laughs> I mean, if people give these ideas, 
it's it's good for me and i'm i'm happy to hear mm-hmm. uh at the end of the day of course there is a political process how to keep things uh, 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 organized, you know, <laughs> but 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 because I made a lot of commercials in my life, right, yeah. know, hundreds of commercials, I remember how to uh, play this political game with a lot of people uh, having voice. But uh, but I I was happy that because I had a Chris Pratt and <laughs> unwanted and Angelina right. and Morgan Freeman. And, Chris Pratt was a was a fat boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not, not the action star that he is today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. And uh, and I had a great team, and just everyone had an ideas, and uh, and uh, I was lucky because it's great. They were all for me, but. The tone, what was important for me to keep the tone and the style of the movies I like. And then they just helped me to do it. And it was exciting. Now, when you were, um, when you were, I, I started in commercials as well. So I know what you're talking about of handling the client and this and the production company and the agency and, the agency yeah. and all of that stuff. That is really great training ground. For working yes and it, it really is because it's a whole other level of politics i feel it's a bit more political than because you're you're serving multiple masters uh yes on a commercial set as opposed to a hollywood set which you are multiple masters but i, I do you know, know what i have i i had my own interpretation of yeah of not serving masters entertaining people for me when i made commercials uh all these people the clients and agency and uh, they are audience as your audience and you need to entertain them they need to they must be uh, surprised and confident and and uh, confident and surprised at the same time it's exactly the same process you need just to make to create something which will james mcavoy or julian julie or morgan Freeman will say wow it's cool I, let's try you need to create ideas uh, uh entertaining you know, and producer, they should. And I really like, I really like when you have a good producer like Mark Blatt, who's uh, I work with. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you re- I really like to do something to to entertain. You know, just to make them feel wow, it's I, it's it's, it's, uh, it's like a little scared, but but you got uh, because it, because it's new, something new, but uh, but the good producer, they, they 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 feel the audience and they can. Understand you as as a filmmaker, you should feel a little bit of fear when you're out there. You should feel like you're a little bit on the on the on the yeah. on the line, and you might have a you might have a safety net, you might not. But when you're on the edge like that, that's where really fun stuff. Because when I do stuff, I get I try to push myself and get scared. I'm like, I've never done that before. Let's let's just jump in and see what happens, as opposed to like, okay, here we go again. We're going to do the same thing I've done a thousand times. So and you I imagine are constantly pushing yourself like shooting wanted and a romantic comedy at the same time on two different continents <laughs> two different stages yes two different sound stages in track yeah <laughs> exactly. it, it, no and, and also because i never had a dream to work in hollywood i mean mm-hmm. it was not my uh it was not my like even plan it just happened itself how I mean, how, did it ha- the, yeah, how did it happen i made i made roger corman movie for fun, because it was like three hundred thousand dollars budget or something <laughs> in, in in Russia, right. and then like very funny with the two playmate girls. Right, of course, uh, he sent he sent two playmate girls to play women gladiators in ancient Rome. <laughs> this, of, this of course, the, and then uh, and then uh, <laughs> then I made a night. Then I was trained well to make night watch, right, and. Uh, and we made a night watch for fun with a little money and uh, it was like a few millions but and then uh, suddenly i i i made commercials where the commercials were very popular in russia mm-hmm. and i was uh, kind of infected uh, uh, by 
this interesting feeling when you do something and the next day on the street people the, vi the, the viralness of it yeah the viralness yes and it's uh, it gives you the it's like a drug you know you cannot live without it <laughs> and uh and then roger corman and then nightwatch i i, I just played like was crazy uh playing with my subconscious like ideas and and my aesthetic preferences whatever and then uh, suddenly it became a hit uh and then next morning uh, 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 uh next morning i think at the release of the after the weekend the next like monday uh, uh who called me harry weinstein called me and said and said, "Hey, I. Hey, how you doing? My 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 boys already fly on the way to Moscow to sign the deal with you. <laughs> you will be in my next movie, <laughs> something like that." And I said, oh, "Oh no no no, we are coming in Los Angeles." And then we had a long process of picking the partner, and finally it was Jim Janopoulos and Fox, not Harvey. Uh, good, good move. And uh, <laughs> what? Good move at this point. Good move. <laughs> yes. I never, I never, I never had a problem, problems with, with, with him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we made a few movies. Uh, it was Apollo 18 we made in yeah. horror movie. And then uh, the last one was with, uh, with the Kimberbatch and uh, the current war. Oh, yeah. With, the current war. That was great. The, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this, my, I mean, it, it's why, why I'm saying, why I'm, uh, I'm mentioning it. I never had a dream to mm -hmm. be a Hollywood director or producer. I, uh, I just, just happened and, uh, and it was lucky, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. You kind of, you kind of, but listen, lucky. Yes. But you also, it's not like someone, you were just doing nothing and someone knocked on your door. Hey, do you want a Hollywood deal? You were doing stuff and you made enough noise in Russia where people were like, Hey, wait a minute. We want to do business with with uh, Timor. We want to get into. It. So yeah, there was that, but it wasn't like your goal. Like I need to get to Hollywood. It no, was, no, 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 no. It just happened to show up. But you were ready, though. It wasn't like you were just hanging out and they're like, "Oh, let's give this kid a shot." You were a very no. established filmmaker at that point in the game. No, I, no, no, I, 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 I did what I, what, what I loved. Like the, 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 right. the, the I did the things I love, and I never worked for hire. And uh, right, you weren't a, you weren't a hire you weren't a paycheck director. You're going to do the work that you want to do, and yeah. and that's exactly what you've done. Which brings me to the next question. I have to ask you, Abraham Vampire Killer. How did this come into play? How does this even like? When I heard it, I was like, this is ridiculous. And then I go, oh, he's, oh, Timor's, oh, well, well, then let's take a look. It's a, it's a, it's a sad, sad dream for me. He wrote this book mm -hmm. and, uh, and I was, I was probably had a reputation of like a crazy person who can do crazy stuff. And they, they asked me to, to, to direct this. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, it was fun. And, and I, unfortunately, the, the Lincoln is too, important for for american people mm. and i and it was very difficult for me to find the right tone uh tone because and i was i was jumping from seriousness yeah. to, to 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 insanity to jiu-jitsu whatever <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it was it was difficult it was quite uh, it, i mean it was it was experiment for me can we mix two things like sure. a legend, like a the the, the basement of the uh, of the whole uh, American philosophy. American, American philosophy. philosophy? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, and the and the Roger Gorman. Can you how to mix it? How to mix this? And we tried, and, and, and we tried. It's just, no, but I it's it's still a good movie. It's still a fun but, movie. It still yeah. did well over. I think it did well overall, right? It did financially well yeah, overall. Yeah, some. Yeah, did some. Yeah, it did some business, no question. But it's like you're essentially. For Americans, Abraham Lincoln is like Jesus. So it, it, yeah, I mean, yeah. he, he has he has a very kind of prophet, messiah kind of energy. He's he is almost a, a myth, the mythical. He's mythical. Yes, and yeah, and and, and honestly, in the, during the process, it it changed me because I started as a like a as a as a just playing with the, with the, with the image, and then little by little, his whole story 
his uh, his life and his what he he done. And suddenly, I understood it. I understood it <laughs> by making movie. You know, it's right. not it's not it's not preloaded. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. Heart. It was, in other words, yeah, you. I was raised like that. I was raised here. I was born here. So I know Abraham Lincoln. I've, I've been taught that since I was a child. For you, you just heard of the, the image, yes. and then slowly you you learn to respect him, and respect yeah. his journey. And you're yeah. like, yeah. okay, how are we going to do this with the vampires now? <laughs> he had he had very difficult choices in his life. Yo. he had like t- took responsibility and uh, and and it's in pay in paid for 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 his choices. Right, and then of course the vampire hunting was another thing. I. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. By the way, <laughs> by the way, I think the, uh, I think, I think, um, yeah, okay. This is a different conversation because I, 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 I think, yeah, okay, let's, let's move on. <laughs> No problem. No problem. Let's keep, let's um, keep so let's talk about talk. so let's talk about your new film profile. And I've had the pleasure of watching profile. And uh, can you tell the audience a little bit about what profile is about? The profile is about our digital life. It's about all our fears. Uh, exploring the new new world we will live now. We never it's not about the it's not about ISIS. It's not about uh, even the uh, like. A, it's a thriller about our life in in digital forms. You know, like like we we spent more than half of our life today, half our day today in uh, stare, like playing with a screen. You know, mm-hmm. like like interacting with the screen, like now, and uh, and um, and we all fear feel like a deep feeling, like we feel fear that we don't understand this world. We it's like every day. It's like it's like you know all horror, great horror movies. They are usually in like a, a part, like in very casual, right? Uh, like suburbia, movies, suburbia, suburbia, uh, USA, like yeah. A, yeah. Uh, and it, it is the same effect with the with the with the screen light with the with the profile. We understand all the clicks and zooms and and swipes and but we don't really understand what's what is what's uh, what's uh, uh, what the what's be, what what is behind it. You know. We don't understand why people are dead, but they account still active. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can get suddenly a message from your friend who died a year ago saying "Happy Birthday" because oh. he just pushed the he just pushed the button <laughs> to send you messages every year. And uh, and it's me the 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 the, the, the border between uh, life and death doesn't exist in in digital world. And uh, and also, uh, you don't know where, who controls your data. Like you don't know who can call you. You you you're not protected. You know, like we know there are walls, our door closed. There is a street. There is a like your house, and you have a gun to protect your house. But in internet, you 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 don't have it. And suddenly, you can understand that, for example, the fear of sending wrong message to. <laughs> You text the wrong person or email the wrong person, something that was not supposed yes, to be so, for them. Sometimes it's very, sometimes very, very tragic, you know, because people, so many families fell apart. So many <laughs> people were, were yeah. like, uh, yeah, because just uh, you push the button. And, and we, we, we know this world. We think we know this world. It's very real, very ordinary. But we understand that uh, we don't have trust we don't have uh we don't have trust how to live in this world you know we don't know what's good what's evil in this world like because cyberbullying like uh like uh, uh hating and uh and i know like a like security you know like mm-hmm. like safety it doesn't exist you know 
it's it's because, you know why? Because it, you can write any like uh, rules and publish it, and government can try to control it, but it doesn't work until people, until filmmakers or writers will write stories, emotional stories about our behavior in this world, and you by watching these stories, uh, when you cry or you or you laugh, like a smiling or you like a scared until you will process this emotionally, you don't understand what's good, what's evil. Right. We don't have we don't have ten commandments about digital world. No. We don't know. We don't, right. have, we don't know what's the seven deadly sins. Like what does it mean for digital world? For example, one of the deadly sins is uh, like a for example it's uh, uh, like a you're eating too much, yeah like you are gluttony. And then yeah, and in digital world, it's uh, we are consuming so much data, so much information that it's it's a, it's a it's destroying us it's toxic. because we don't have yeah we don't it's toxic and or or for example uh, we we people chasing uh, like a like want to be popular get more likes or no. or whatever this is also the 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 one of the deadly scenes you know. The, I mean, screen life, it's a, it's a language, uh, uh, first time helping us to adapt digital space for, 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 for us, for human beings, to somehow to understand, to reflect, to express yourself, to understand how to live in this new reality, we, we, especially after the COVID, we're all there. Now, do you, because in the movie you were shooting some stuff like obviously there's footage so there's like footage in the hotel rooms and footage out in in uh in um yeah. in uh syria yeah. and all that did you sh how did you shoot that like did you give literally give it to people to walk around with no their phones? We, no 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 it was first time it was uh we shot it in real uh she was in uh emmy like uh, mm. she was in uh in a, in a small house in Cockney in, 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 in East London mm -hmm. and uh, Bilal uh, the character he was in uh, on, in the Middle East mm -hmm. I sent actor to like 3,000 miles away and they really connected uh, and, uh, and and this whole scene happened when he was playing soccer right. on the, the dusty street in Cyprus. So that was all real. So that was all real. This was, yeah, it was real conversations, real wow. Skype conversations between people in different parts of the world. And it was important because I understood uh, that the, 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 the digital connections, Skypes, <laughs> creating some kind of interesting uh, uh, bugs, like a delays or like, like for example, when we talk online, we're a little louder you know, mm -hmm. because we don't mm -hmm. feel each other. We're mm -hmm. trying to force uh, uh, to break this wall and just to connect. And this, and it was very important for me to recreate this this uh, real uh, environment of online communication. And it's uh, and it's really visible. And also, what was new in this. We because we don't have, we didn't have any cameras. Yeah, we shot everything by recording the screens, mm. and uh, and we invented the method when we gave actors real screens where they can really uh, call each other, and uh, and we record, recorded the screens, and we gave them the chance to play like a like almost like a theater. And how long and how long did it take to shoot this? Like a, ten days, <laughs> because <laughs> because we shot fifteen days. 15 pages per day, like a 15 minutes per day. That's insane. That's amazing. No, it's, it's, it, it, look, I, I, after watching it, I, like I was telling you earlier, it was eerie. I felt like I was watching someone else's screen, like I was voyeuristic, yes. um, but I was watching it also on my computer. So it was even weirder for me. So I wasn't watching it on a television screen. So it was a very unsettling. And I, at the beginning, it like for me, it's like I hadn't seen a movie like this before. So at the first, I'm like, how how am I getting into this? But by towards the end, I'm just like, get out of there, get out! <laughs> like you're completely yeah. sucked in. So it's it's remarkable. But uh, but listen, tomorrow, thank you so much um, for being on the show. Thank where you. can 
Where can people um be? Where can people watch this? When? Where? When and where? Uh, I I hope it'll be in a week. In a in week. Years. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I really really uh, hope that uh, Screenlight will 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 get the uh, uh, audience attention and uh, and this new language very very you know every film festival where we send this movie mm -hmm. we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor and now back to the show we got exactly the same price you know which is audience audience award <laughs> we, we, the, the professionals never gave us a price <laughs> but the audience did so that's a good, yeah. that's, that's a very, very good sign. My friend, Roger, Roger, Corman. Yeah. Roger Corman would be very proud of you, sir. Yeah. Friend, my friend, thank you so much for being on the show and continue pushing the envelope and uh, get, uh, if you're a little bit scared when you're making it, that means it's only going to be good for us. So thank you so much for, for doing what you do, my thank friend. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. I want to thank Timor for coming on the show and dropping his knowledge bombs on the tribe today. Thank you so much, Timor. I, Again, I'm so excited about Screen Life and really hope that members of the tribe out there go out and try to make feature-length films using this new film language that Timor has created. And if you want to get links to how to make a, a Screen Life film and you also want to check out his new t uh, Screen Life film profile, head over to the show notes at bulletproofscreenwriting.tv forward slash 249. And guys, don't forget that we are having a massive Black Friday sale on all courses on ifhacademy.com, including every single one of our screenwriting courses from Jim Hart's The Heart Chart to Gary Goldstein's uh, course on what to do with your script after it's done, how to sell your script, and much, much more. Just head over to ifhacademy.com from Black Friday to Cyber Monday. Thank you so much for listening, guys. As always, keep on writing no matter what. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Bulletproof Screenwriting Podcast at bulletproofscreenwriting.tv. 